0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it.
1: Today, we are looking at Numbers 3 and 4, uh, which is basically continuing to set up more of the narrative that we're going to see in Numbers. It's a lot of directions about uh, how to transport the tabernacle and who will transport the tabernacle. Uh, so, Jenny, as we read over Numbers 3 and 4... What came to your mind?
0: Well, like you were saying, this is like the transporting of the tabernacle, which is cool because it's just like setting you up for their future, their future journeying. But I wrote down in my notes, I wrote down Creation Fest. So Creation Festival is like this big Christian music festival. Um, They have one, I know, like very close to where we live. Um, But also, I think there's one on the West Coast too. Mm -hmm. Is that a thing? At least it used to be.
1: Northwest. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: So anyway... Uh, we used to volunteer for this, and I always remember there were, like, certain crews. Like, you had, like, the red crew and the blue crew and the the green crew for all the volunteers that they needed to, like, pull this big concert off. Uh, but within the different, like, group colors, there were, like, specific jobs. So, like, the red crew for stage crew were in charge of making sure that things were set up and tore down like before the concerts and after the concerts. And so it just immediately took me there because obviously my job was not that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you know anything about me, I am not a builder setter up or anything.
1: Fun fact, I actually served on security at creation in the mosh pit and it was a terrible job. (laughs) I think I actually quit in the middle of the week and just like went home. (laughs) Well,
0: anyway, that being said, I was also not on the building team or the mosh team. Uh, but I did sell T-shirts and stuff. But it was always interesting to me how they like scheduled people out, and only certain people were in charge of tearing up and or tearing up, <laughs> tearing down and setting up the the different stuff. Which instantly made me think of this, uh, this chapter specifically. In well, I guess in both chapters, it's pretty equally. Yeah, it's
1: both chapters. Um,
0: but they talk about how the different clans had different jobs within the the tabernacle and what they were allowed to. Um, move or like different pieces that they were in charge of getting to from point a to point b so that was actually kind of cool just to see like this is a very like methodical process like very well thought out um can just envision lots of spreadsheets and
1: (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) lots of
0: supervisors everybody
1: that loves to-do lists (laughs) is very happy right now
0: yeah uh one thing that i did notice while we were reading was in three chapter three verses 11 and 12 where it talks about the Lord speaking to Moses, saying, Behold, I have taken the Levites from among the people of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the people of Israel. The Levites shall be mine. So this is interesting to me because when I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Like back when we read about the Israelites coming out of Egypt, God required that as a result of the final plague, that the firstborn males and the firstborn of all their cattle would be set apart for the Lord because the firstborn of all uh, the Egyptians were killed as well as I was, it was the cattle also. Yeah. So because of that, they were required to be set apart for the jobs within the temple, which were the tabernacle, which is super cool. But because they created the golden calf, There is now this new rule set up where no longer is it a requirement of all the firstborns. It's only the firstborns. Or is it...
1: It's only the Levites. Just
0: only the Levites. It has nothing to do with the firstborns anymore.
1: They actually actually do. It can be confusing if you don't pay close attention. They actually number all the firstborns of Israel, and they compare them to the number of all the Levites who are fit for service. Mm -hmm. And that's why they have to pay for an extra... They have to pay... Uh, like a vow price for yeah. the extra two hundred and seventy three people I think they're like they 're like leveling out what the Lord has required,
0: well, I just thought that was very cool yeah. i mean, I mean it 's unfortunate because that was not the original designer or plan, yeah, but it's cool to see how that shakes out, and the Levites also have to like camp themselves around the tabernacle, so all the different tribes are scattered throughout, yeah, according to their tribe, but the Levites are specifically around the tabernacle to protect it.
1: So the Levites around the tabernacle is like this hilarious Chuck Norris joke situation. Like a Chuck Norris joke (laughs) is like when Chuck Norris jumps on a grenade, the grenade gets injured. Uh, the Levites are camped around the tabernacle you would think it was to like protect the gold and the like the most holy place in the tabernacle but it's actually to protect the israelites from the power that's present mm-hmm. in the tabernacle
0: because if they would approach it they would die
1: because they would die and mm-hmm. so there's like literally like an army of levites surrounding the tabernacle so that nobody gets hurt by the mm-hmm. presence of god it's really interesting
0: it's also kind of cool too it felt like a lot of layers when we were reading through this yeah. so like you have to start with moses and aaron entering in covering the, was it, it's also Moses. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's basically like the high priest to the, like the lower level priest to like the So Moses is not Levites included in that. that. I, I don't I think don't remember. Moses is included. So
0: maybe it was, maybe I got the Moses part because he's giving directions yeah. on behalf of the Lord. So anyway, yeah. Aaron would go in then and he would cover up the Ark with the goat skins, and what was it? There was goat skins, there was... Blue
1: cloth, yep. scarlet cloth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically... um that's... Oh,
0: and the the veil, like the veil mm-hmm. of the, the most holy place. So it's interesting. So it's like, it gets covered, then the next guys that are, like, allowed to be in, they get to come in and take out a piece so that the next guys are safe from whatever they have to cover up. It's just cool. It's like this, uh almost like a domino effect, like... Once one goes, they all can go.
1: So I think I'm going to talk about like what I noticed, but it's also like a little bit of a your part. So I think they're going to blend pretty closely together, but it it. it, chapter four is specifically like these specific clans and their jobs. Mm -hmm. And this is like, I think uh, it's not the first time, but it's one of the first times that we've heard people given a specific job from God. Mm -hmm. And so I think the first time we saw God giving like a specific role was uh, Olahab and Bezalel, who you say I mispronounce every time, write in the comments if you think that's true. <laughs> um, he like his spirit fell on them and they crafted the articles of the tabernacle and they were like fantastic craftsmen. Now we have God commanding basically like these, some kind of like facilities members basically. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them like very clear tasks. Like, Hey, you're going to cover the articles with this cloth. You're going to cover the articles with this goat skin. then you're going to actually move the poles and <laughs> you're going to move the stakes. And what I think is really interesting about that is it's very easy for us to have kind of this weird separation of sacred and secular. What I mean by that is, um, and I, I think I think a lot of pastors have been addressing this recently. Um, but what I mean is we have this idea of like spiritual work and just regular everyday work. So construction work is not spiritual. Um, but that's not true. Like every every job that we have... We have an opportunity to honor the Lord in it. I think a lot about uh, Colossians 3, and whatever you do, do it for the Lord and not for men. And so right here in Numbers 4, which actually at first I thought was kind of boring to read, uh, in Numbers 3 and 4, we have kind of God-commanding sacred work that is actually just moving the tabernacle. So Mm -hmm. the tabernacle is like the holy place, so there is a pretty clear sacred nature to it. Um, But it is like guys that have been given a job by the Lord and they need to honor the Lord faithfully in that job. And that is interesting to me. And so I think that your part today is you have a job, you have a role. You might be a teacher, you might be in construction, you might be a farmer, you might be a pastor, you might be
0: an architect an
1: architect, or a bus driver. (laughs) Uh, I don't know specifically what you do, but you have been given that task by God. And much like these Kohathites, uh, or ithamites, or you know, these really interesting, fun names to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were given specific tasks to do to honor the Lord. You've been given the same thing. You have a specific task to honor the Lord. And so, I just encourage you, whether you're on your way to work. Um, I know a lot of you listen to this on the way to work. Like, think of ways to honor the Lord in your time today. Uh, if you're on your way home, just reflect on like, how well did I honor the Lord in my work today? Um, Because there is not a sacred secular split. We are living spiritual lives all the time. And the Lord has asked us to be faithful with the work that he's given to us. And so I just encourage you to do the same. So numbers three and four, who would have thought there's actually kind of a (laughs) cool takeaway from it, but there actually is. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our take on God's word. Stick around and listen to the word uh, on the second part of the podcast. Before we get in there, uh, we just want to remind you, you can connect with us at any time on social media and YouTube at God's plan, your part. Also, we are a listener supported podcast. So if you ever want to help us out with the ministry that we're doing, uh, you can do that by clicking the link in our description. And now here's the reading for today. Numbers chapter three. These are the generations of Aaron and Moses at the time when the Lord spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, Nadab the firstborn and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. These are the names of the sons of Aaron, the anointed priests whom he ordained to serve as priests. But Nadab and Abihu died before the Lord when they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. So Eleazar and Ithamar served as priests in the lifetime of Aaron their father. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the tribe of Levi near, and set them before Aaron the priest, that they may minister to him. They shall keep guard over him and over the whole congregation before the tent of meeting, as they minister in the tabernacle. They shall guard all the furnishings of the tent of meeting, and keep guard over the people of Israel as they minister at the tabernacle. And you shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They are wholly given to him from among the people of Israel. And you shall appoint Aaron and his sons, and they shall guard their priesthood. But if any outsider comes near, he shall be put to death. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Behold, I have taken the Levites from among the people of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the people of Israel. The Levites shall be mine, for all the firstborn are mine. On the first day that I struck down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, I consecrated for my own all firstborn in Israel, both of man and of beast. They shall be mine. I am the Lord." And the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, List the sons of Levi by the fathers' houses and by clans. Every male from a month old and upward you shall list. So Moses listed them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. And these were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon and Kohath and Merari. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their clans, Libni and Shimi. and the sons of Gohath by their clans. Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzziel, and the sons of Merari by their clans, Mali and Mushi. These are the clans of the Levites by their fathers' houses. To Gershon belonged the clan of the Libanites and the clan of the Shimeites. These were the clans of the Gershonites. Their listing, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, was 7,500. The clans of the Gershonites were to camp behind the tabernacle on the west, with Eliasaph, the son of Lael, as the chief of the father's house of the Gershonites. And the guard duty of the sons of Gershon in the tent of meeting involved the tabernacle, the tent with its covering, the screen for its entrance to the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen of the door, and the court that is around the tabernacle and the altar, and its cords, and all the service connected with these. To Kohath belonged the clan of the Amramites, and the clan of the Isarites, and the clan of the Hebronites, and the clan of the Uzalites. These are the clans of the Kohathites. According to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, there were 8,600 keeping guard over the sanctuary. The clans of the sons of Kohath were to camp on the south side of the tabernacle, with Elizaphan the son of Uziel as chief of the father's house of the clans of the Kohathites. And their guard duty involved the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary, with which the priest-minister, and the screen— all the service connected with these. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, was to be chief over the chiefs of the Levites, and to have oversight of those who kept guard over the sanctuary. To Merari belonged the clan of the Mahalites and the clan of the Mushites. These are the clans of Merari. Their listing, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, was 6200. And the chief of the father's house of the clans of Merari was Zuriel, the son of Abihail. They were to camp on the north side of the tabernacle. And the appointed guard duty of the sons of Merari involved the frames of the tabernacle, the bars, the pillars, the bases, and all the accessories, all the service connected with these. Also, the pillars around the court with their bases and pegs and cords. Those who were to camp before the tabernacle on the east before the tent of meeting toward the sunrise were Moses and Aaron and his sons, guarding the sanctuary itself to protect the people of Israel. And any outsider who came near was to be put to death. All those listed among the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron listed at the commandment of the Lord by clans, all the males from a month old and upward, were twenty-two thousand. And the Lord said to Moses, List all the firstborn males of the people of Israel from a month old and upward, taking the number of their names. And you shall take the Levites for me. I am the Lord, instead of all the firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn among the cattle of the people of Israel. So Moses listed all the firstborn among the people of Israel as the Lord commanded him. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the people of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle. The Levites shall be mine. I am the Lord. And as the redemption price for the 273 of the firstborn of the people of Israel, over and above the number of the male Levites, you shall take five shekels per head. You shall take them according to the shekel of the sanctuary, the shekel of twenty gerahs, and give the money to Aaron and his sons as the redemption price for those who are over. So Moses took the redemption money from those who are over and above, and those redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the people of Israel he took the money, thirteen hundred and sixty-five shekels, by the shekel of the sanctuary. And Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons, according to the word of the Lord, as the Lord commanded Moses." The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Take a census of the house of the sons of Kohath from among the sons of Levi, by their clans and their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, all who can come on duty to do the work of the tent of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tent of meeting, the most holy things. When the camp is set out, Aaron and his sons shall go in and take down the veil of the screen and cover the ark of the testimony with it. Then they shall put on it a covering of goat skin, and spread on top of that a cloth all of blue, and shall put it on its poles. And over the table of bread of the presence they shall spread a cloth of blue, and put on it the plates, the dishes for incense, the bowls, and on the flagons for the drink offering, the regular showbread also shall be on it. Then they shall spread over them a cloth of scarlet, and cover the same with a covering of goat skin, and shall put it on its poles. And they shall take a cloth of blue and cover the lampstand for the light with its lamps, its tongs, its trays, and all the vessels for oil with which it is supplied. And they shall put it with all its utensils in a covering of goatskin and put it on the carrying frame. And over the golden altar they shall spread a cloth of blue and cover it with a covering of goatskin and shall put it on its poles. And they shall take all the vessels of the service that are used in the sanctuary and put them in a cloth of blue and cover them with a covering of goatskin and put them on the carrying frame. And they shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth over it. And they shall put on it all the utensils of the altar, which are used for the service there, the firepans, the forks, the shovels, and the basins, and all the utensils of the altar. And they shall spread on it a covering of goatskin and shall put it on its poles. And when Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furnishings of the sanctuary, as the camp sets out, After that, the sons of Kohath shall come to carry these, but they must not touch the holy things, lest they die. These are the things of the tent of meeting that the sons of Kohath are to carry. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, shall have charge of the oil for the light, the fragrant incense, the regular grain offering, and the anointing oil, with the oversight of the whole tabernacle and all that is in it, of the sanctuary and its vessels. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Let not the tribe of the Kohathites be destroyed from among the Levites, but deal thus with them, that they may live and not die when they come near to the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint them each to his task and his burden, but they shall not go in to look on the holy things even for a moment, lest they die. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take a census of the sons of Gershon also, by their fathers' houses and by their clans. From thirty years old and up to fifty years old, you shall list them, all who can come to do the duty, to do the service in the tent of meeting. This is the service of the clans of the Gershonites, in serving and bearing burdens. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle and the tent of meeting with its covering and the covering of goatskin that is on top of it, and the screen for the entrance of the tent of meeting, and the hangings of the court and the screen for the entrance of the gate of the court that is around the tabernacle and the altar and their cords, and all the equipment for their service, and they shall do all that needs to be done with regards to them. All the service of the sons of the Gershonites shall be at the command of Aaron and his sons, in all that they are to carry, and all that they have to do. And you shall assign your charge all that they are to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of the Gershonites in the tent of meeting, and their guard duty is to be under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest." As for the sons of Merari, you shall list them by their clans and by their father's houses. From thirty years old up to fifty years old, you shall list them, everyone who can come on duty, to do the service of the tent of meeting. And this is what they are charged to carry, as the whole of their service in the tent of meeting, the frames of the tabernacle with its bars, pillars, and bases, and the pillars around the court with their bases, pegs, and cords, with all their equipment and all their accessories. And you shall list by name the objects they are required to carry. This is the service of the clans of the sons of Merari. The whole of their service is in the tent of meeting under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. And Moses and Aaron and the chiefs of the congregation listed the sons of the Kohathites by their clans in their fathers' houses, from thirty years up to fifty years old. Everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting, and those listed by clans were two thousand seven hundred and fifty. This was the list of the clans of the Kohathites, all who served in the tent of meeting, who Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord by Moses. Those listed of the sons of Gershon by their clans in their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and up to fifty years old. Everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting. Those listed by their clans in their fathers' houses were two thousand six hundred and thirty. This was the list of the clans of the sons of Gershon, All who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord, those listed of the clans of the sons of Merari by their clans in their fathers' houses, from thirty years old up to fifty years old, everyone who could come on duty for service in the tent of meeting, those listed by clans were thirty-two hundred. This was the list of the clans of the sons of Merari whom Moses and Aaron listed according to the commandment of the Lord by Moses. All those who were listed of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron and the chiefs of Israel listed by their clans and their fathers' houses, from 30 years old up to 50 years old, everyone who could come to do the service of ministry and the service of bearing burdens in the tent of meeting. Those listed were 8,580. According to the commandment of the Lord through Moses, they were listed, each one with his task of serving or carrying. Thus, they were listed by him as the Lord commanded Moses. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.